The following podcast is recorded inside of a steel cage. Welcome to Small Talk in a Steel Cage, the only wrestling podcast recorded inside of a steel cage. I am Dum Dum Daniels. I am here with my co-host, branch manager Josh. Hello. Uh, it's the summer of 2019, and I think what we're looking to do with this podcast. Tell me. That's being recorded inside of a steel cage. Mm-hmm. Is we're going to talk about the first year and a half of 2019. Um, novel concept, but yes. let's talk about the wrestling. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into chit chat. Uh, give 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 me, Josh, a couple sentences. R- wrap it up in the, uh, like like Ooh. a like a text message. A succinct package. How do you, what's going on in your mind as as it comes to wrestling? And notice I don't just say WWE. No. What's in your mind? I think that this is maybe the most exciting time to be a wrestling fan that I've ever experienced. And I think that a lot of people feel that way, even when there's so much criticism of WWE. Uh, There's so much stuff that's gone on. It's just like, okay, we're just trying to get past all this, whoever being pushed, whatever. But we've got AEW. We've got New Japan. We've got WWE. We've got the the hiring of Heyman and Bischoff. I mean, the first half has been exciting, the second half of 2019, I can't wait for that show, you know. But this will be a great show, too. So. The first half of this year, and kind of like <clears throat> later, 2018, was about, for me, as a, for way too long, wrestling fan, um, anticipation. Yeah. Like, okay, something's happening, something's brewing. Um, and in the, and that way, because it's, for a while, we, we've had these ebbs and flows. The King has always been... The WWE. Always. The WWF. There was the whole Monday Night Wars, but let's get past that. Fuck Nitro. WWE. I don't want to hear about it. Has always been the company of record. Yeah, thank you. There yes. you go. I, as we record this podcast, am wearing an NWO t shirt that has a WWE logo on, <laughs> got, on the tag. I've got the exact same thing, and I made the exact note of when I held up the shirt for the first time, I was like, God damn it, Vince. Yeah, so know. let's go, let's go, let's go on that premise. And during that time, at least for the last few years, we've gone through ups and flows. There was the Raw of 2017 with the Miz and the Shield. There was SmackDown of 2016 where it was like, oh, WWE remembers how to do a wrestling show? There was the first Raw after the brand split in 2016 where it was like, things are changing. This is great. Huge. There's always that things of ch- are changing moment. Yeah. Which is horrible because it, you know. It, <laughs> it implies. It implies wrestling is a, is a, is a drug addiction. Right. <laughs> and uh, it's like, you know, things are, things are going to get better. It's going to be okay. We're going to work through this. Well, at the same time saying, give me more, give me more, <laughs> give me more. Exactly. Yeah. So, and there have been many fine payoffs throughout that. Yeah. I mean, I guess if I were to wrap it up, um, and this has gotten a little bit longer than a text message, but it's right. It's that anticipation because over the last. And of course, you know, you and I, as early 30s gentlemen, we've kind of grown up with, with seeing this transition, but from, you know, wrestling as a, um, like, just old school, you know, territory, brother, brother kind of, like, thing, to, like, the Monday Night Wars, which, for as overly lauded as they've been, um, kind of in modern history, in my opinion. Yes. Um they, uh, it was the first time someone came at what was the established king, but it was also like the first time that was like, okay, we don't, we have not just moved on from like territorial wrestling, like we have moved it into like professional, like mainstream, yeah. like sports thing. 
we got, you know, we kind of got bigger than I think the original people ever intended for it to be. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't expecting to see kids at junior high with wrestling shirts. No. Here, here was, here it was. Yeah. So, but throughout this whole thing, they've always been the king and they still are the king. They've actually adapted in ways that I don't think anyone could have foreseen. They are a, I mean, now for better and worse, a, a generally poorly run billion dollar corporation, which is a thing. Yes, but in some respects, they are kind of on the cutting edge of things every now and then. You take the network, that was, you know, at the time, remember, it's easy to forget now, it's been five years. At the time, all the talk was, this will kill WWE. Mm-hmm. The pay-per-view business is how money is made, Bob. And, and they've, it's been a rousing success. Of all goddamn things. It's actually, it's actually, this is kind of really funny to reflect on. Vince McMahon, you know, the most obsessive, like, alpha male has to win, has always wanted his WWE network. Yeah. Whatever that meant. I, I'm going back to, like, 84, Ooh. when he, like, took over. Yes. He used to refer to things as the WWE network. And then he got, he was actually on the prefaces of, you know, cable and, you know, pay-per-view and all this stuff. But what eventually has happened now is... Somehow, Vince McMahon, who I would argue is, I mean, for all of his everything, uh, not usually on the frontier of, I don't know, seeing where things are going. He kind of is a, a little bit reactive as far as, like, his wrestling promotion, but, like, now what's happened is his alpha maleness, his demand for the WWE Network got WWE into the cloud business, the recurring subscription model, which now in business and everywhere is the thing. Yeah. And he was there at like 2013, 2014. He, he didn't have foresight. He just had, he had too small of a penis. Wasn't the, uh, ori- <laughs> <laughs> just... <clears throat> wasn't the original commercial for the network 2011? I It was around well, WrestleMania 27. And we had WWE on demand, yeah. which was like a, a, it was moderately successful. Like cool. it, it showed there was a appetite. Uh, according to Bruce Pritchard, who, you know, you never know, uh, as late, as early, I love you. as early as like the late nineties, Vince was looking for, uh, deals like, uh, with other networks, uh, like when the raw stuff would come up where part of the deal would be, I would like my own like my own channel my own network to show my stuff 24 hours a day yeah. because even then they had a good library of stuff so this has been kicked around in vince's head for a really long time and it's been successful off to the side of this for a second that's why i think the xfl might be successful uh, this time around vince when he has a plan when he's putting everything to it and especially when he knows his mistakes has always been good and i think that right now what we're seeing going into the second half of 2019 is Vince noticing that he's maybe made some mistakes and now we're going to learn from them. And there's competition, which is huge. Yes. And at the end of the day, it is that there are viable competitions. And I think that's to sum up the first half of 2019 is um, WWE um, still, still being the reliable, you know, you know, fun friend, like, sure. uh, Last couple months have been a very, very, very overly like down, like depressing yeah. weird period but generally just like all right the machine's still moving whatever like yeah like it's yeah, literally yeah. like kind of not like it's okay, not yeah it's not like, that re- bad. Re- wrestlemania was fun <laughs> kofi got his moment yeah, like stuff's yeah. happening 
Um, they, they, like and, I, I've said this to you before, they're really good at feeding us little nibbles. Mm, just yeah, kind of like, and that's, I mean, that's that's the business model yeah. of a company that pumps out, you know, fucking eighty nine hours of content every week. So, yeah. the, so the lesson of like what where we're at now is we've seen like it's been all this like slowly building stuff, this anticipation, this you know kind of the king when i go back to wwe and not not 1050 ridges the 1053 ridges the king all hail the king of all hail all hail all hail um the king of wrestling for lack of a better term wwe not that they're shook but that they no longer um are driving the narrative as much as they used to and we saw back in like the early 2010s with the emergence of Ring of Honor, uh, a viable presentation of a superstar not in the WWE model. And, and this is ignoring, you know, Lucha Libre, you know, is obviously massively successful. Huge. But, right. So we see this change of, like, an approach, which was really cool. Because at the time, um, I mean, why did WCW break out in the mid-90s? Holy shit, this is different. <laughs> this yeah. isn't how things are supposed to happen. But at the same time, you look at the superstars and they weren't different at all. Right. Outside yeah. of heel mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan. But, right. but it's well, the presentation. Then, then but it's yeah, the presentation. Yeah, yes, yes. That's one of the biggest things that Eric Bischoff should always get credit for. And I'm that's why I'm excited for him on SmackDown. And then what happened in 2001... The big, the, the the kind of the general, you know, competition that wasn't quite competition at that point anymore. But ECW and WCW go away. WWF consolidates, and then the indies, the, the independent scene, kind of like uh, goes through a weird period. Like Ring of Honor immediately jumps in as something, and it goes, "Hey, here's this guy Brian Danielson." But at the same time, it was, you know, talking on a global scale. Like no, this is just like a, a slow brewing thing that's happening, and it was really. Uh, that sort of thing is back then they could prevent present it as here are the best wrestlers in the world that WWE is not signing and it's because they're the best wrestlers in the world nowadays yes, yes. we don't have that. WWE wants not just the best wrestlers in the world but the second best the third best yes. the fourth best and go on and that's why this is a really unique time <laughs> super yes. unique time they're willing to hire anybody we are seeing the fruits and and and, and, and I mean, you know we're seeing the fruits of the the initial reaction to the complete 2001 was Vince, you know, they go they go public, and Vince McMahon being like, I won, baby! Yeah. For the last 20 years of our lives, 20 years, we've been watching Crazy. this company react against some of this stuff, react working with some of this stuff. Obviously, you know, TNA pops up. Like, there's been things, but, like, we're still seeing, like, you know, the, the, the Kings doing their thing. Yeah. And we're still going to see it. But we are seeing all this officially pay off. We are seeing Kenny Omega, the, the the guy that would have been the most obvious pickup for in this new era of WWE. Yeah, oh, even back then, um, yeah. And we're seeing him being like, nah, we got this other thing over here now. Exciting. Uh, new Japan vaguely getting their shit together as a viable entity to enter the U.S. market. Post-Kenny Omega. Uh, yes, exactly. Which was kind of funny because when he left, observation. when he left, they kind of had a little dip in quality, and then now they're kind of finding their footing back again. So it maybe does speak a little bit to Kenny Omega and his importance here, and the fact that he didn't go to WWE. Now here's a question for you to sum up the first half of 2019. Now, because now we go back to the we're talking business. Yeah. 
we're talking the the the, the world was you know I, I I don't know if you viewer agree with our narrative here or not, but we're talking about like the the business world of wrestling. But now let's 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 reflect back on the first half of twenty nineteen, as far as individual performances, mm-hmm. matches, and hot storylines. Are there any? <laughs> Is That's, wrestling good right now? See, here here's the thing. It's it's no, it's not good right now, but it's also not horrendous. Okay, it's kind of in the middle, which is very WWE thing to say. But uh, you talk about who's hot as far as the the wrestling and everything, and right now it doesn't feel like anybody really. They had Becky Lynch super hot in the beginning of the year, and then they completely bungled and overbooked the whole thing into Mania, which was like the easiest build ever. Right. They had yeah, they know. had an yeah. issue already built from months ago. Or Josh, do they have? A huge main event for later in the year. No, they absolutely do, or for or for next year's WrestleMania. Yeah. What I'm saying is the road to get there was so strange. Yes, it when, was, and that's always been the um, the, the the crux of WWE for so long. And again, we, we I will reference some. Of the, I, I I I love their best moments. It's my favorite things in wrestling. Sure, but the the the. the WWE always gets to where they need to go to, but in the dumbest possible ways. Yeah. Like Becky Lynch, whatever. But like she is a star now. She she is sure she's a guy. She's made right. So and when they need her now, when they call upon her, she it, it's there. So they made it happen. But yeah. they did it in a very week to week thing that was incredibly boring to play watch play out. It absolutely was. And do do you think that here's kind of been my thing. Do you think that a big part of that had to do with the fact is they had never booked a big time WrestleMania angle for the women, and they really wanted to throw everything at it because it all it didn't. The one thing it came across as was overthought, way yeah, overthought, a, a, as per usual. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, I'm just saying, I think yeah, it was yeah. particularly so because they didn't want the women's thing to be perceived as not as big, so they tried to make it bigger than everything, and it was right. like all these and twists it, and turns. And that it you was didn't also need. a complicated thing with I, I don't know. Just think about the people you employ. I mean, I, I, who you know, who knows what anything you read about well, professional yeah. wrestling yeah. Ha- had happened the way that happened. But like Charlotte, Charlotte versus Ronda was the first main of, was the original main event. Yeah. If you're, I mean, whatever. We don't know what Vince McMahon and Charlotte Flair's personal relationship is. How, Becky Lynch, like, it morphs into something, and yeah, it. I don't. I. I. I still contend. I mean, the way they did it was really bad. But at the same time, to eventually get to a path of Charlotte versus Becky versus Ronda, not the worst thing in the world. It was just, right, the over-complexity of... Well, I mean, Becky eventually won and everyone moved the fuck on. <laughs> they've, it's just the fact that they've done it more effectively and much simpler. I mean, remember yeah, when right. Shawn Michaels just super-kicked Chris Benoit and signed the contract? And right, 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 right. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, it's yeah, not, exactly. You didn't exactly. need to go all exactly. crazy. Of course. <laughs> and, that, but that's, and that's right, right, right. And, and that's, but that's what, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> I'm just, saying, right, right. I'm just the, saying there's a way to the, just do it. Right, you know? right. The overthought. Um, um, but also, yeah, sometimes you have to look at the, the bigger picture, too. Like, like sometimes, um, uh, you know, Cedric Alexander doesn't need to beat Shane McMahon clean no. on Monday Night Raw. Which would be absurd. Uh, but anyway, like, so, the... I I can't recall... Like, who's having a hot year right now? Let, let's, let, let's, um... Really anywhere, you know what? Because we can, I can almost include. Let's talk about the big three. Let's establish it honestly, because I think we're at a point now. WWE, AEW, and New Japan Pro Wrestling yes. are running the most um, um, 
import like uh, imported like major league shows right now. In that order, one, two, three. WWE, AEW, New Japan. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, who's having a hot year? The only guy that really comes to mind is MJF right now. Seriously, seriously, I think Josh, he's the next big heel in Josh, wrestling. I uh, knew you were going to say him. Uh, yeah, and he was in my mind too. Yeah. <laughs> so g- good job on you, MJF. That's that's got to um, be it. I, WWE doesn't have the anybody. Most exciting promos. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll tell you what. Eddie Kingston cut a hell of a promo <laughs> and evolved. We'll edit but, that out. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that is a. And what we see, we're seeing these three companies at different, like, periods. WWE is in a period where it's like, all right, we're sorry. Like, they cut the promo back in December. We're sorry. We'll get it together. We're sorry. And then they didn't. And that was even more depressing. And now it's like, oh, wait. We, like, put these two guys, going back to the whole narrative, who ran ECW and ran WCW back in charge of the whole shebang. (sighs) What's going to happen? So, like, WWE, we're seeing a rebirth. AEW were seeing figuring their their shit out, yeah. And uh, New Japan were seeing trying to, uh, in a way, figure the shit out, but also stay. They're in a good place because they can also stay true to kind of what they have been. And New Japan uh, is the one out of the three so far, uh, and I know AEW's only had a couple shows, but New Japan is the one out of three so far that uh, you are more open. You can more envision things being. Uh, not so obvious, like who's facing who and like uh, outcomes of matches and all that sort of thing. Yeah, AEW cause... hasn't gotten there yet. It's not. Right. It's still too young. And WWE, that's one of the things I'm hoping we get with Paul Heyman in particular is let's mix mix things up so people more people feel credible. Um, the one thing that I did want to say about uh, Heyman... Sorry, you have a thought about Paul Heyman here? The number one thing you just said that we did not address, which has been, I mean, the problem for a while, people wrestlers that are credible i don't yeah. know what happened to the wwe um st- <laughs> the star machine is troubled when they want to do it they do it they do do it and they do it well but then the follow-up even if yeah the star machine still works braun Strowman, they made a star oh uh in one summer the shield they made a star um uh, i mean Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, like it. They want it to happen. Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks. When they want it to happen, it happens. Yeah. They just for some reason don't take advantage of it as much, or if they do, they quickly like have other priorities, and then it just kind of goes away. Well, and a lot of times, if they do, uh, it's one person at a time. Yes. They should be doing everybody. Yes, but... and, and, and they're and they show occasionally that they're freaking capable of it, yeah. but. Then Even they still, just keep... Even still. Yeah. I mean, I think they're doing a decent job with Ricochet, to be honest with you. Goddamn. We're, we're, we're in sync on <laughs> the names about... To, literally, <laughs> you're saying that sentence, I'm like, a Ricochet. He's going to yeah. Ricochet. No, they're, they're, doing, they're right, doing a decent a job slow, there. Slow, like, intro... Like, Ricochet don't need to be beating... I mean, they did... Kevin Owens beat John Cena on night one. Yeah. And then it kind of got off the rails. But, yeah. like, something happened. Like, uh, Ricochet gets the biggest pop on the show right now. Yeah, I think that that's true. I mean, listen to Monday Night Raw. Biggest crowd reaction is still burn it down. That's but that's just the thing. <laughs> right. uh, but I think as far as actual pop goes, yeah. I, I think Ricochet is kind of killing it right now, so it, it, despite not really being able to talk all that great. But, the, right. but enough, he's good enough. At the same time, know? we're seeing him the first few months of Ricochet. You know, true. like true. What's where's it gonna go? I don't know. I I I. I I, I would be far more cynical uh, before they announced the Heyman Bishop news than now. I am more. Yeah, stuff could happen. No, absolutely. There is a hope in wrestling well, right now, and I do want to say hope. we we talk about building up guys, and 
I guess there's an argument to be made for the, the opposite of this, but I thought that in retrospect, it was brilliant that they had the Alistair Black Ricochet tag team. I think. Yeah. And because you introduce a the guys and tradition. now they're off doing their own thing, but the right. audience is already introduced to what they do. Exactly. So that was, in retrospect, actually a great right. idea from them. I mean. Right. That's one of those classic, like, could have been a lazy idea, could have been a great idea. I don't know, but it worked. They capitalized on it, so it makes it a great idea. It, it, right. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. So the big thing has been we need some goddamn stars in wrestling. Yeah. And, like,. For 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 whatever I mean, I have many thoughts about Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. Yeah, Kawhi. Um, but they made themselves stars. They made themselves viable enough that Tony Khan walked into TNT and said, "Hey, let's do a TV show based on these guys and Chris Jericho." Yeah, and it happened. It's happening. Like, they're, I mean, they are, have come along at the perfect time, though. Too. Yeah. They're look. I mean, networks are all looking for live programming. So, and all, but yes, true. Also, what we're saying, though, too, is in these early introductions of AEW, are Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks going to come up with the stars that they were perceived to be when they were having a great match in Japan once every four months? Right. Every week, <laughs> things kind of change. Yeah. That's, but I do think, uh, especially coming out of All Out, I expect a couple guys to come out looking like top-level sort of people. Yeah. Uh, hopefully MJF. I think uh, Hangman Page, I'm still not... You know, maybe they'll do a good job. I'm still keeping the door open for that to see exactly what they do because that's going to be their first attempt at the Roman Reigns. You know, like face that company. we're talking about Hangman Page that's... is proof that like wrestling's crazy. <laughs> that's a great like yep. what a want. I mean, and everyone wrestling's great, but like it's this is that time, and maybe it's going to get crazier, or maybe it's going to calm down. But it's uh, ebbs and flows, baby. Exactly, and I say like we're we're saying this is the the the. I mean, wrestling. Wrestling's a long game. Wrestling's like an, uh, I don't know. It it moves so fast. Yeah. But at the same time, like I still feel like the long game of wrestling always moves so slow. Like you, guys, like slowly develop into like entities. I, mean, I, I basically the point I want to make. That's is, always been the case, though. We're the night after the the Democratic presidential debate. You know, like we're in that stage where like, okay, stuff's happening. Oh my God, there there are pitches being made to us. Vince McMahon is saying, here's Bischoff and Heyman. AEW is saying, we're going to change the world together. New Japan is saying, holy shit, we talk Japanese and yeah. we're, we're going to hit each other. Yeah, like we have a good idea who might be coming to the front of the pack here, Ooh. who's getting pushed, who's doing well, you know. But I just did want to comment real quick. You said how oh, it takes so long. That's always been the case, though, with their thing, unless it's like lightning in a bottle. Stone Cold Steve Austin cut the 316 in June of 96 and won the title in April of 98. So and this, keep that in mind. Think about how, And this shows to how my brain has been wired by the past 20 years of WWE dominance. Yeah. Because everything, I mean, everything, you, yeah, you used to move at an Because you could rely on Bruno for, you know, two decades. Well, that's a whole that's Yeah, a whole but I'm saying, like, like, even, like, Hulk Hogan lasted long. I mean, the, the era, we haven't even mentioned it. The era of John Cena is over. Yeah, I, I still think they're going to do the one last. Oh no, run. for sure. But Ma- like, maybe like another year. No, but the era, top, the top John Cena run gonna, is over. Yeah, it's over. Like yeah. it's yeah, he'll be back. But like that defined them. Do you think that kind of part of that though is that they have been a little bit too liberal on the losses that they've given him over the past few years? If Cena had still been super Cena, I think right now we're sitting here like, yeah, they could run Cena Brock again. That's it would true. probably right. be pretty he, like well, they, you know. They, they probably they, will, I think. I think they'll do it one more time probably, for Cena yeah. to get the always, win back. <clears throat> anyway. What, what, is, what is the king? What Come on. What, what, is, what does the sheik want? Oh, they should uh, do that for Cena's 16th. Actually, I think that'd be great. Sorry, go ahead. I just... 
but but we're seeing the the uh, the Cena era and where everything was defined around John Cena, which I mean, at some points it was terrible, at some points it was great, at some points I mean one of the gr- I, I mean I can reflect on it now, one of the weirdest but greatest all time you know like top guy runs like ever, which is crazy. Just the yeah. variety and just like the eras he had to go through and what he had to adapt oh, to. Oh Cena. Yeah, but like thinking about like yeah he's. They've used him in a weird way. He wrestled Baron Corbin at SummerSlam. Yeah. He lost the Undertaker in five minutes. He can come back tomorrow and be the biggest star in the sure, world. Sure, sure. But they just booked him so strange that they took a little bit of the luster off, I think. And I don't know why they did that. I'm still a little bit they, perplexed as to that. But I do want to say, I mean, see, you talked about Cena being on top when he was. Full credit to Cena always for being on top during that time because he was on top when wrestling stopped being cool, which isn't on him. You know, people just was like, oh, that stuff's stupid. And he was on top for all of that. So. It is not him, but the decision to go with him, I don't know if that helped. That's a good point. that makes sense. But. It's kind of a good point. But he was also the perfect guy to take them to where they wanted to go. Because John Cena is Today Show John Cena. Ellen John Cena. And let's not. The perfect face to take a public company to the stratosphere. And let's not lie to ourselves. Every arena he was in, he was over. Yep. Yeah. Never. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yep. That's all you can say, right? Yeah. Oh, but the ratings, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Look at every single time he came out, basically during his run. Yeah. Huge pop, super over. Yeah. So you're, I'm not going to sit here and buy that like it was because he was on top. KPIs are down. Profits are up. Number one. Whatever. Yeah. F business. <laughs> Who's having a hot year in the WWE? Who's doing well? Give me like, give me three names. Becky Lynch. Obviously. Yes. Um, Ricochet. I mean, are we doing? Yeah, Ricochet? sure. Yeah, let's go. But yeah, you can go back to him. Um, I'll Kofi Kingston. It. I'll allow it. Kofi. Kofi. Yep. Exactly. Very yeah. quietly, at least through the first four months, Daniel Bryan. I was gonna say, Bryan but then just... they cooled him. Down. <laughs> like, like, like in a good way. It's like a great like. No, no, no. It's the per- it's like the I, weird okay. perfect role for him. I but agree, <laughs> but, I, but but my philosophy with Bryan is he could just break it any time. We got to get everything I, in. I, I, <laughs> he's facing heavy machinery. Well, maybe that's why he's in tag matches right now. They, they know that. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mean, for yeah. Vince to be like, you know, while we don't have a huge thing for him, we're just gonna, yeah. you know. But the thing is, so you put him with Rowan, he's <laughs> carrying the load. Well, yeah, I mean, Daniel Bryan's always gonna carry the load. Just but call yeah. up Gargano I mean, again. We're still. That's that's kind of the the yeah tw- definitely like those three names. Uh, Ricochet is that kind of like breakout. Like it, it got a little shaky for a couple weeks, and now I think we're on a. We're, I mean, Jesus, we as we speak, he's feuding with AJ Styles and a reunited. Uh, redacted club it's three, three three weeks is all they needed yep. to, to bring that back so stupid so, it's yeah. so stupid how simple it is yeah. that's that's the defining thing of 2019 it's so stupid how simple we like wrestling is sometimes mm-hmm. but at the same time it's the stupidest most complex thing in the world because something you think is going to work might not work something you move too fast might not work it's true um uh, yeah so hot year wwe i would say um i mean yeah those three names totally agree with what was the fourth one you said Oh, uh, I didn't say a fourth one. Oh, okay. Becky Lynch. Uh, yeah, Be- Becky Lynch, Ricochet, Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, yeah. Kofi so, Kingston is, is... Yeah, I mean, I think all those guys amazing. are having good years. When he's healthy, Rey Mysterio is still the best wrestler in the world. Joe uh, is still great. Samoa Joe but... is the best promo of the year. Yeah. I, I will give him promos day after day. I, I love it. I, I, there's something I really like about Samoa Joe having the late career run where... I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's not going to be a weekly warrior, but, like, just cutting great promos yeah. and having big matches. I'm going to say this guy, too, that they, like, deliberately cooled for some, The Miz. 
I mean, they had yeah. to lose twice to Shane. Yeah. And why did you even turn him if you're going to yeah. do all that? He he had a great 20, uh, 2018. Really great 2018. And then coming into this year, that just lost all the momentum completely. I love the guy, but baby, but babyface no. Liz isn't it. Does not I, work. I, well, at the same time, sometimes it, it, it can happen. But it's Versus always, Shane. It's always going to be treading water until yeah. it's like, just turn heel, Liz. Just turn we, him back. We love you, buddy. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, he's... A, a man with two he's gonna have two kids now yeah. married man a, a goofy guy who's been around forever proved yeah. paid his dues but like yeah yeah. it's know. just the way he it, honestly <laughs> a large part of it is the way he looks he just looks like a douchebag right yeah like so right yeah you know, Dude, it's hard to turn that guy baby face, yeah exactly man. and he's not like a traditional like badass ass kicker which right that you can always... turn that you can turn but he's just like a safe wrestler <laughs> like stop it stop it come yep. on yep yep um uh, good years um I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd say when he's around Ray Ray, but he's not around enough. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to go with a little, like, quiet good years. Andrade, once a month, you see him proving himself I to agree. somebody. <laughs> I agree. I think every time he's on TV, he comes across yeah. great. Yeah. Great. It, they're try- you, could, you could see the, like, the backstage trying to figure out how he cuts a promo, and it's pissing me off. Why can't you just have Zelina? That's I why know. she's there. Know. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, this is the fucking easiest make, thing ever. They always just... bring the poor Asian wrestlers up, and, and, and they make, or the, you know, Japanese or Chinese, and they make them cut these English promos. I just hate that there have been plenty of guys throughout history who couldn't cut a promo, or had somebody else cut the promo that had gotten over as fuck. I mean, and then I just was, like, what are we doing? It was a stereotype gimmick, but great Buddhists didn't say a fucking word. There you go. <laughs> what are we doing? Right. <laughs> Goldberg? I mean, just this, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, plenty to complain about, too. I mean, talk about who's having a shit year. I mean, the Kabuki Warriors is a thing. Oh that's my god! On the main and it's not on them either, <laughs> right? So many of I these know. are not on it's the so performer. Sad. You know, right? I mean, it, it's it's just it's well, so tough to say. G- good point. Is there anyone who sticking to WWE for right now? Yeah, that's legitimately you feel stinking things up, like actively not good. Baron Corbin, I guess, but oh, Baron Corbin, he he's a weird case too because. He gets booed bits. everywhere he goes, right. but it's just kind of like that's tough to it's, it's, to measure. Uh, all I can say, Bailey. Yeah, yeah. All I can say with Baron Corbin is, it's at the end of the day, it's just boring. Yeah. Whatever you want to say about it, it, it's just you watch it and it's boring. I know it gets heat with wrestling fans, but like, I'm not going to show Baron Corbin to oh. like anybody. God no. <laughs> uh, let me tell you. Let me ask you what you think about this one because I think this is kind of an up and down sort of thing. Sami Zayn. Yeah, I mean, yeah, th- what a weird yeah. dynamic that is right now. How did that even morph into that? <laughs> like, right. How did the guy right, we knew right. in NXT become I know, this? I know. You know, it, it's they're 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 like amusing promos, but the, I don't. It doesn't seem like anything that has a, a any other payoff other than him getting squashed. No, in a fun way. No, because um, isn't it supposed to be like? Well, no. Vince would love the character. I don't know. Uh, yeah, right. I don't know. I don't even know who they're catering to anymore. <laughs> well, but at the same time, I know, right, right, right. That's always right. That's always the thing. It's a big problem. At the same time, I don't. I mean, I don't fucking. I mean, Sami Zayn is having a great year for you know, like charity work. He's so. on TV, so that's good. <laughs> good, good for him. You know? um, Any tag I don't think he's. Sorry, I don't think he's actively bad too. Like who? Like who's legitimately like? I think it that up? he hasn't been good in the ring in Bailey, a long time. Bailey has sorry. been stepping it up. I. I agree, but also because Sami Zayn is a heel, what are we doing here? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, it's place. true. It's true. Uh, to be honest with you, I can't think of a ton of people who are just outright bad. Yeah. I, it's yeah. just the, the booking right. is all, just so all over. Right. Anybody that I think of to answer this question is the way they've been booked. Like yeah. you said, the Kabuki Warriors, huge. 
they're both amazing. It's uh-huh. not like they're bad wrestlers. It's just they're not using them. Yeah. You know? It's just very, yeah. very strange. Yeah. Iconics are having a good year. Kind of. A good year and a bad year. Yeah. Great sports entertainers. They make me laugh. But... Horrible wrestling. And, and honestly, as <laughs> but... I said that, they don't they don't really get a reaction when they come out. But they're uh, funny. Can we just they're get funny. to... Can we just flash for over ten years? Everyone always wonders, like, who's the next? The, 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 the Rock... The Cena, the Batista. I'd argue, uh, I'd argue the Usos are going to be there at some point. Oh, they'll be right there. Billy Kay is going to be Wonder Woman in the reboot. <laughs> Billy Kay, I think, will make a great like GM someday yeah. or something or a manager I mean, for somebody. Great, yeah, you know? I, I, it's one uh, of the top like five worst wrestlers I know, in the WWE. I know, I know. Yeah, I love her. I, I do. Know, I love her. Uh, but just... she's got the better. She's got better comedy chops than anybody on the roster. I uh, think. You know who thinks having a great year? Sasha Banks. Yeah, she stepped away. Talk about know. building up some like a goddamn mystique about her. Not Good bad. for her. Good job, Sasha. Um, Best women's wrestler in the world. Yeah, it's just yeah. Every, every in my the story of when when yeah when, <laughs> when she does something yeah <laughs> when she has a match yeah that goes longer than. A minute. I love big singles Sasha Banks matches. Yes, they're all sure, good for sure. Same with they're Charlotte Flair. Yeah, yeah. Who's kind of disappeared. But yeah, very strange I first year for that. her or uh, half a year for yeah, her. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that—that's generally how it goes. So now let's talk about the the company that is new. Um, who's 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 impressed you so far with uh, who who's elite? Obviously MJF. Yeah, uh, I think just the promos, man. Just the promos, the promos are and, and pretty good a ring. Unreal. And here's here's what I loved about him, particularly at Fighter Fest, uh, the insults that he were he was making, so lame, so easy, so obvious. But because he's such a douchebag, yeah. it was like, hey, fuck this guy for saying that we don't take showers, even though every heel on this card could have said that. But, but for him, it's like, I want to kick his ass. I am so Perfect. cautiously optimistic about him. I'm very. Because, I think they'll do a good job with him. I do. You know, like, he's always been, like, had, like, YouTube promos. Like, he's always been a... a, a but, like, now it's like, okay, here's going to be the week-to-week guy. Yeah. He's not in NXT. This is what's going to happen. You know, he, he's clearly being positioned as, like... A top guy, yeah. an eventual top guy. I, I, I like. If anything, AEW seems to have an idea of like you know, their top-ish guys, Cody, Jericho, Bucks, their, or and I'd say Lucha Brothers, um, and their mid card that's gonna be the top. Yeah. So, Paige Janela. is Paige is challenging for the title, but right, Paige, Janela, uh, MJF, Darby Allen, those are guys who have had very. Darby Allen had one match. And Darby I'm like, Allen, I'm interested. I'm super into Darby yeah, Allen. I'm, I'm like afraid he's going to kill himself. But like, <laughs> but his his that's the mistake. That, but that's the thing. I've seen the one match too, the one with Cody. Absolutely incredible. He kind of just got thrown around, but he was incredibly athletic. Uh, he did the one, the coffin drop, yeah, where like yeah. he almost died. Yeah. I mean, and then the whole thing in the body bag that was brilliant. Like, I'm 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 totally sold. I can't wait to see more. I love um, when wrestling remembers. That it's just weird and a yeah. mystique, and he rem- like, I don't know. I he just reminds me of like Sabu, like when, yeah. first, when I first saw Sabu. Sure, like, I, I like that it's just kind of like what is this? I like that it's just like kind of like oh, we don't know what's up with this right. guy. It, and when they told the the story on commentary, yeah, that was brilliant. Like oh, when he was five, he was yeah, in a car yeah, accident, yeah. And his uncle died. It's like real? What the hell? But yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, we're just yeah, saying yeah. that. And it's like oh yeah, this dude's probably fucked right, up. Right, like, right, right, right. It works. I, there was an anecdote. Um, I remember on Twitter, like back like 2015, 2016, he was just getting started with Evolve, and someone goes, "Darby Allen is Darby Allen." I saw him after this Evolve show in like uh, New York. 
he literally, like, afterwards, just went out the back door and skateboarded home. <laughs> that's amazing. And that's, I, like, when I saw that, that's I was, BL. I still, you know, I don't have enough time to follow, like, everything, but I yeah. was like, I cannot wait to see that guy at a big stage, and yeah. it delivered. Well, didn't, uh, I think, recently, Gabe Sapolsky on yeah. uh, Reddit said that he was going to position him as the world champion coming up, like, soon after WrestleMania. So, there's a lot of people that think very highly of him. Obviously, he had the big match with Cody on their second official yeah. pay-per-view. yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I really look forward to a lot more with if, him. If you think back to all the little hints that, you know, Cody was dropping before, you know, the Bucks and Omega started, you know, jerking off all over, <laughs> uh, Cody always was saying, when we hired guys, we wanted new and different. Yeah. Oh, they got him. Yep. They got him. Uh, Luchasaurus. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I, Jungle actually, Boy. Actually, I love Jungle Boy. Yeah. He's very, great. Very, like, obviously confusing presentation, but let's give him the benefit of doubt. Um, greatest tag team name of all time, a boy, a boy. and his dinosaur. Yeah. Are you Great. kidding me? A greatest 2019 tag team name. Sure. Right? Like, that's... I'm interested. You, I'm super it's interested. It's simple. You just hear that. I, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. need more of that. Like, wrestling needs to adapt to, like... I don't know. There, there, there's a fine line between, like, penis jokes and, yeah. like, a boy and his dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Um, not They were already doing that before AEW, but still. Like, Plus, it's so, like, tongue-in-cheek, and you're right, it's perfect for 2019. Yeah. Like, you can get away with that. It's, it's, it's fun. Hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. And I can still believe that they could win the tag team title. So it's just, yeah. you know, yeah. well so done all obviously, around. there are a lot of um, exciting, I mean, yeah, like, up-and-coming things in AEW. Yeah. Anything uh, besides the buy-in and the librarians? <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say it's hilarious that their nick both of their nicknames is just the librarian. That's really funny. Everything else is Yeah. 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 Um anything like that you don't like anyone stinking it up so far. Hangman Adam Page. Uh, Alright, thank you. And I, I was I was sorry just to be uh, positive but also like confused uh of just Chris Jericho's role with everything right now. Boy, but, but uh, I think that he's doing a really good I, job. I, like though. he is he is. He is. I think that he'll kind of just transition into just kind of the veteran presence sort of... Well, he already is. I say he is with a cocked eyebrow. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I'm I'm curious. I think so. Right. I'm curious. And that's all that you can ask for right yeah, now. Yeah. That'll get me to... Well, I was going to tune in anyway. But, you know, uh, it makes me excited to tune in. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, okay. Yeah. Disappointing. Uh, Paige. Yeah. It, it's... But... I don't see it. They're doing what... If I... Dumb Dumb Daniels, you know, we're going back... What? I just remember we were in a steel cage. I got oh, scared she's a cereal book. Yeah, hold if on. I, I gotta stand I'm gonna lean against the ropes for a second because I can't sit on this mat any longer. Why yeah. cannot why can't we bring in chairs? Steel chairs we should bring next time. That Does works. anyone have a gig I can use? Just blade my forehead. <laughs> There's definitely one on this mat right now because it's disgusting. <laughs> um who are we talking about? <laughs> uh, Adam Page. Uh, See, that's the problem! <laughs> that's the problem. Oh boy. But at, at the same time... Makes me want I, to hang myself. Uh, right. <laughs> well, aside of the fact of a guy whose nickname is Hangman carries on a noose, what are you... What are we doing? Idiot. Are we going to put that on TNT? <laughs> I, I can see show one, they're like, yeah, don't do that. Can we just stop? His the name is Adam is, Page. The crux is his name is Adam Page, which yeah. is also a bad name. It is. Without Hangman. Yeah. So Why not like, I don't know, Jordan Miles or something? <laughs> Cameron Grimes. By the way, can we go back to WWE? <laughs> Great year. Jordan Miles. One match. One match. One match. Sold. I actually wasn't sold. as sold as you were. Okay. But I, I'm I more sold so on... excited. More sold on Takamichinoku calling him ABC. <laughs> he, 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 he 
pinned the guy and then he put his hands like he was like posing yeah. for a book. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, Paige is. If I were to go back to like twenty, well, I okay. I when AEW was announced, you start thinking about okay, what would be like the most interesting things to do? I am not going to say Hangman Page versus Chris Jericho for the AEW World Title is a bad decision. I would say that's almost where you go. It's just the way you do it. It is the way you position it. And they've basically, they're relying too much right now. For me, as a viewer who is only at a peripheral view uh-huh. of the Bullet Club and the Elite, sure. as, here's the guy, and I'm like, is it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that they are kind of trying in that way. I still, it does kind of irk me a little bit, like, he's like part of their thing, and he's being <laughs> positioned as the top guy, you know, like, I don't know. Or, maybe Jericho just wins and he's it's like a whole turnaround sort of thing or you know? it's a subtle i mean on tnc hangman page turns heel could be because be. this is the point that would be <laughs> that would be way more interesting to me yeah i don't know much about him but i know what i've seen i'm not really all that interested in the only problem is aew has a ton of heels tons of heels yeah and then we got cody i don't know like i know on the gun violence show he was a baby face but what about you know coming so- you know i i I don't know. I kind of don't understand their structure. Maybe that's what they're going for. I don't know. But it, it's uh, there's it's almost uh, 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 not fair yeah, to talk about exactly. them a lot because they, we don't know what their philosophy they is. They ran a pay-per-view. The whole they rankings ran, They thing. ran a video game show. They ran a charity event. Um, the video game show and charity event, I think, were um, overindulgent. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Is how I would put it. Like, and, and not very clarifying. i just say get it out of your system now. <laughs> uh, We're going to have live TV every week, fellas. Wise, uh, wise words. Uh, but you, Double uh, or Nothing was a great show. It was. It was, it was a show that made me incredibly excited about yep. AEW. And it actually clarified something. And then these next two shows, like, completely, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you feel kind of like these really were like filler sort of things? A little bit. Like, but why would you do that? In the, but yeah, right. All Out is... But at the same time, I look at the card for All Out, and I'm like, oh boy, the Young Bucks or the Lucha Brothers in a ladder match. It'll be crazy. Yeah, but yeah. like, eh, I don't know. Like, is that first company? I don't know. I, I agree, <laughs> but I also don't know if I should. I, because watch right. the show come and it be yeah, something exactly. different exactly. and just some you know yeah. and it's going to be different regardless but and that's how we you know. we sum up it, it it's it's a a work in progress yeah and one as always as wrestling tends to be there's there's watching the the storylines and being like oh this is good this is bad yeah. whatever there's also the experience and there's also watching a company start I would also say uh, and I think you would agree with this up to now absolutely still net positive absolutely. You know, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Goodwill. 100%. Everything is still good. Uh, uh, Goodyear, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. No, you, yeah. you're hedging on that. I no? think so. I yeah. I think so. I think he's had a great. I mean, okay. Are we counting the first four months of the six months? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, if if we are, I, then no, maybe not. No. no Ever no, since no. leaving WWE, yeah, he I has know. been no. It's a, it's incredible. unfair for me to criticize it in this moment that yeah. some of the buzz has died down. But when the initial buzz came in, that was really cool. The Janela match was okay. Yeah. But it wasn't fully like. Ah, Max. Yeah, and then I don't think the Omega beatdown was necessary. That was a negative for me. What was strange to me, and I, I had this thought while I was watching it, 
Janela and Ambrose uh, seemed to me like a WWE version of a hardcore match. Like, yeah. I just... Yeah. Which was kind of like... Not mm, like... Right, where's the... Where's this the, is weird, like the... Can the, you beat... Can someone beat Terry Funk already? Spear through the table in, in yeah. the corner. Can somebody just punch somebody in the head? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was cool. It was, it wasn't bad in any sort right, of way. Exactly. It was just... I never seen the, the feet first onto the thumbtacks... Yeah, uh, that made me kind of scream out that, loud. But, same here, you know, and, and a very like stuff like that. More of that, sure. Like not like more thumbtacks, the thumb, but defining images. Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, that's what they'll need for the opening video package of AEW on TNT. Oh boy, yeah, uh, it was unsanctioned. Um, oh, that's true. Didn't count. But yeah, so uh, and then you know, confusing year, uh, bad year. Uh, Kenny Omega. Yes. I don't know. I agree. I uh, Let me just Controversial say. Controversial opinion. Kenny Omega. I like Kenny Omega. I do. The things I've seen him do in AEW, I do not walk away from like, well, there's a big star. There's our big guy. I it's think he's been a little awkward. And honestly, Fighter Fest, uh, he came across to me just kind of corny. Like That's, his personality yeah, is, is kind of corny. He's good in the ring. He's great in the ring. But it's seeing another... this stuff outside of the New Japan, like, wrestling is great. Right. It's like, ooh, I don't know about your character it's a, so it's a, much. Right, and it's another level of um, the built, relying on the goodwill of the built-in fan base, which yeah. is there. There are people that worship this man. Sure. Um, Rightfully so. In most respects. Eh. If we're going off his New Japan career. I've got complicated thoughts on that. Um, I saw him at an ROH show. No, like it, ten years ago, he had, you know, what he had, he had uh, one of the best matches ever during that run. And that's oh, a, that, yeah, and that's the last one where he yeah. won the title. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know that's the same way I feel, and I don't feel good about that. Like he's just going to come in. Is is he going to like just beat Moxley? And it's like, okay, well. Eh. New Japan. How's New Japan doing uh, if we're talking viable three? Or, or you know what? Let, let's uh, a little cornucopia. Uh, uh, New Japan, but also like anything else. I don't. I don't know any any other things in in wrestling. But who's 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 hot in New Japan right now? For uh, you? Well, hold on. Let me just say. Oh yeah. You know what? Let's preface this because this was a dick move by the host Dum Dum Daniels. So as far as like watching New Japan, I watch the big shows and, and, and try and keep up with it. And Josh, I, I think fair to say. Follows the news, watches the bigger shows. I, well, I watch the bigger shows. I have been watching uh, the G- on, a- on AXS okay. Uh, okay. every week for the past few months. Okay. Uh, and I'm trying to watch all of the G1. So, fringe sort of knowledge, but getting even... Like, this year, though, what we're talking about, I to feel pretty... To sum up 2019. Yeah. There you go. Who's having a good year in New Japan? Joshua. Oh, my God. Branch manager Josh. Uh, who's having a good year in 2019? I mean... No, no, no. I was going to say, oh, you are having a good year in New Japan. Hey. You are fucking watching it. Wonderful. And, I, and I'm happy to be. You know, I've, I've learned about a lot of guys that I didn't know about. Uh, Ishii is like my favorite wrestler of yeah, all time now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean... Right. That's, it's just, that's usually what happens. That's yeah. you, that, is, yeah. that is the next Okada reels you in, and then you're like, wait, no, Ishii. Yeah, yeah. there's the guy. <laughs> there's the guy. There's the guy. <laughs> that was like back then in WCW. It was like, oh, Goldberg and Sting, these are the guys. Yeah, but I like, I think Chris Benoit is like actually <laughs> oh. the... No, 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 but I'm, no, I'm just saying, you know what I'm talking about. Um... Or Eddie Guerrero, him too. Yes, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with that statement. <laughs> yes, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's what they do. Okada, I mean, he won oh, the title always, again. Yeah. He's always having yeah, a good I, year. The first 
four or five months of this year were very strange. Yes. With Jay White title as changes. the IWGP uh, champion beating Tanahashi in February. It was Tanahashi versus Omega, which was a very interesting dynamic, but did not live up to the, um, I guess, not even... The hype in ring, but also the hype just as a, a moment in wrestling for me. That was one of those that the hype was because they were just wrestling each other. Yeah. And not so much about this is going to be a phenomenal match, you know? Yeah. It had potential, but it was also a competing philosophy. I mean, there yeah. was a whole story. Like, sure. Tanahashi wins it, Jay White wins it, which I, 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 I'm fine with Jay White as a meta heel, but he's still not there as a, like... A, He's still not all there as a, a pro wrestler, but as a New Japan main event wrestler. I completely agree with you. I buy him as a heel. Like, yeah. even an upper mid-card heel If you want to do fine. that, I mean, Juice Robinson's the best babyface in the world, but turn him heel and give him that run. I Ju- don't know. Juice is great. <laughs> Another guy that I think has had a phenomenal year, and I know you're up and down about him as well. I know, I know. I, I You know, it, we'll, we'll, it's a personal thing at this point. Uh, <laughs> Okay, let's remove your personal feeling <laughs> no, about I, his Twitter. No, 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 not even, I know. Uh, just, uh, uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I know, you get conflicted Will. about I don't know if I've seen you so conflicted know, about a wrestler I, no, I know, as you are about Will Ospreay. It is very good, but I always get cautious when I start seeing the push for someone as he's the best. Mm-hmm. And it happened with Omega as well. Yeah. Because they always get put in better positions to deliver they do deliver also there are many things that osprey still does during matches that take me out of them and i can't say that for a lot of other guys one guy who i think doesn't get enough credit is shingo yes who's like this new guy who's in new japan who's just having everyone's best match yeah um including what i think was will's best match but yes juice robinson's too yep yep osprey is having a great year but i don't want him his head to get too big well, Osprey, <laughs> do, is Osprey? Do you think getting that the best? Or I, I do want to ask you this because you might know this better than me. Uh, as far as Osprey is the best, is that something that he started or that New Japan started as like part of the the story? Um, his I think the story is his ascension to from a junior heavyweight right. to a heavyweight. I mean, from losing credibility, losing to Vance Archer. Right, proved I think that he's that was, yeah, he's Lance just Archer. Oh boy, um. No, I, th- I think the internet, uh, the internet is pushing Will Ospreay as, as, as the best, if anything, because um, I, because he's in a lot of amazing matches. Yes, which, yes. which, but I just of all the metrics that hit me for a wrestler, he he strikes me as upper tier. And I think, but here's the thing with him: for the past few years, that narrative is kind of being pushed that he was the best, and it definitely wasn't there yeah. for the last couple years. Okay, I. His hype matches with Marty Skrull didn't work for me at all. Yeah. Like, at, on any level. I just, I sat there and I really tried. I didn't get it. Because I, I was asking about that, because if it's New Japan pushing it, that makes total sense to me, since he's, like, basically their new Gaijin heavyweight, right? I mean, you might as well start saying, like, he's the best, he's the best, Which he's the best. It. So he, that when he beats Okada, it's course. actually, like, believable. Of you course. Know? And I think I can see them heading that way. And yeah. good for him. And I, and I think if I'm looking at that roster, I mean... That that's a great option, and I think it he'll is. get he'll get better. It, it's just it's a it's still a work in progress for me. But it's I mean obviously by all means a great year for the dude. I can't believe that we're still waiting on Naito to be like tip top tier, right? I mean Naito, he's won the title a couple times, but then he's just kind of ling ling. Naito's the enigma. I mean the thing you, you, that you always have to go back to New Japan right now is as 
the G one always gets hot because it's literally just like, hey, here here's thirty great matches. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Right, right. <laughs> With everyone just busting ass. Um, Which is great. I wish WWE had a G1. I really do. I can see them adopting something like that, though, to be honest with you. It would probably only be like two weeks or something, but it would be fun. Fox wants sports presentation. Anyway. um, (laughs) That would be amazing. uh, I don't know what that was. I just did. (laughs) I got excited. Genuine excitement. I got excited. Genuine excitement about wrestling. I haven't felt that in a long time. (laughs) You're having a son in a month. (laughs) In a month? You kidding? In a month, I will. You know? Um... I'm gonna show him so many Shingo Takagi matches. I, th- yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about the G1, Will yeah, Ospreay. The G1. Okay, yes. the, you know, um, it's Naito. Is right. where I was going. Oh yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. Okay, so the first half year in New Japan, I thought removed like every piece of goodwill that was built up over the last year. They ran those like really crappy New Japan USA shows. Um, Jay White won the title. Yeah. Um, the MSG show was a dark stain yeah. on wrestling. <laughs> but at God, the same how do you time, fuck up getting MSG? Okada did beat Jay White in the final. That was literally like, that they had to do that sucks, but at least they did it. Okay, yeah. now we're back to Okada's the guy. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I still think Okada's top tier one, like, oh. if not the best in the world at this point. Top three. Yeah, no, no, him, no lower than three. Him and Tanahashi go back and forth. Like, as much like they're not always in the biggest situations, but when they are, you go, oh, okay. There, there's a dude that has a command of everything he wants to be as a wrestler. Well, and and that's <laughs> that's when they prove how great they are. Is right. when they're not in the big situations, they still deliver. You know, right. Okada had to face Jay Wyatt at Wrestle Kingdom. Like, yeah. dear God, and it yeah. still was all right. And it was like, pretty it good. Wasn't it, bad. It, was actually, <laughs> it was actually very. Good. It was good. I don't. <laughs> like, I, I was like underselling Jay White, but no, it wasn't very good. Very but good. no, you should have because I just think it was okay. No, listen, Jay White has these flashes of like, I know. oh, there's something, yeah. but then it's like, maybe you just need to go to the PC, man, like, uh, just for a little bit. Or maybe you should have <laughs> just been the Intercontinental Champion yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Like, why are you on top? Also, and, come on, buddy. Let's let's build yeah. up the muscle. Come on, dude. Naito. We're super Naito. small. Naito. Just the most <laughs> fascinating, like, just trucking along, being a superstar, but, I mean, when they want to do it, they'll do it. Yeah. But also, are they going to do it? The more it... I, the general thing with New Japan, we're talking about bad, good, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. is a, they're in desperate need of a realignment of kind of how they, uh, their state, just their factions, their stables. It's even not as defined as it used to be. Not at all. Like, right? Not like, as somebody who watches, you yeah, know, like the Axis yeah. shows and all that. Not at, I know that like Okada's technically in chaos. There's chaos, right? Like, right. Chaos. Bullock Club still exists. Chaos, I had no idea until I saw something the other day. Chaos still seems to be just basically everybody else on the roster. Yeah. Uh, Bullet Club, but Hangover, like it's like the Gorillas of Destiny. Yeah. I I think who I actually dislike. I think Jay White <laughs> is in the Bullet Club, but yeah, that I follow it. Yeah. Obviously, Los Ingobernables, like that's. The faction. It's just, but at the same time, I feel like we need an evil son and Sonata turn on Naito or something. Like it's something just so, needs to happen. It's so strange that they feel like everybody has to be in a faction. Like, that, that's, is that a cultural thing? I almost wonder. Like, that I, is to a be part Japanese of a group pro, or something. That's like, a Japanese I, pro wrestling trope. Is it been going forever? Um, but it's just like there's no faction like warfare. It, there's nobody trying to be a better faction than the other. They just are in those factions. Like, like, Jay White isn't like, that's, the Bullet Club is going to be dominant. Like, it's true. like, no, that's I'm going to win the that's title. True. You know? it, yeah. It's weird. It's a, it's, uh, it's a good way to organize a wrestling card. And, and, like, just have, like, clear, like, allegiances. It gives purpose to people. But also, 
you rely on that too much, and as they have been, I mean, yeah. New Japan undercards for me, you get the odd gem here and there, but are still pretty brutal. Like the, you just the, you rely on it too much. You need smaller sort of things because then it's like, oh well, these two guys in this faction are never going to face each other, and they can only face the guys in the other faction until one of them turns. So it's going to be forever before I get this guy versus this guy. Now, like three, four, five man factions, like like uh, American wrestling, WWE wrestling has done. I've always liked, and I wish there were more of. But yeah, it's just such a strange system in Japan. I don't know. They're having a good year, I think, after a bad 2018. Yeah. After a, a weird 2018 and after a weak 2019, I think it, it's finding itself. I think the emergence of a guy like Osprey and Shingo yeah. and Abushi, if he doesn't like doesn't go, go insane tomorrow, die. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of factors with Abushi. A lot of factors to take into mind. Could be the IWGP champion. He's just such a weird dude. I love it, <laughs> which, I lo- which is great. I'd love to see That's him and Moxley. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be fun. That'd be just weird. Can you imagine the things Coda would be right. down for? <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I'd do all of it. <laughs> of course. Add more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> more fire. More Whatever fire. we're doing, I just want fire. Uh, <laughs> Both get arrested by the end of it. I really enjoyed our English-Japanese accents. <laughs> okay. More fire. Please keep That's... in mind we love these guys, and I appreciate their culture. Oh, my God. Um... But yeah, uh, yeah, Moxley's just wrestling in the G1. Kenta is just in the G1. Yeah, he is. We'll see where that goes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's the half year. Um, I think of wrestling. I think that yeah, kind of, it's there's so much happening and it's so interesting and there's so much access yeah. to all of it. And I'm sure that we haven't even scratched the surface. There's yeah. stuff we're not even remembering or thinking about right now. I know. But, you know, I mean, WrestleMania yeah. happened and just all yeah. of this this big the stuff. Undertaker versus Goldberg. Under yeah, un- <laughs> just happened. Just happened. You know. By the way, can I can I just say I finally watched that match and I, and I really didn't want to because it was the Saudi thing, <laughs> but I love Goldberg so much. Uh, I watched that match up until he hits himself yes. on the post. It really wasn't. I bad. agree. They was, were just hitting big moves it and was that perfectly was perfectly laid out. Yeah. Until that happened, then it went to shit. Unfortunately, it was but, like a five minute match. So and... that was like three minutes. Right. So. <laughs> That's the big problem. <laughs> but no, up until then, I actually thought it was... Like, I agree. I was were, like, oh, this is the worst right, match ever. Right, they were doing everything okay. Yeah, and sorry. Got, I, got I agree. Sidetracked. And then it just got dangerous. Yeah. No, you you keep pushing your Goldberg narrative. I will do it every show. <laughs> every single show. Um, I want to shift, <laughs> what? what? I, you seem conflicted. I want to shift gears. Okay. Um, Let's do it. We're in a cage. I want. Uh, I want to talk about a cage match real quick. Let's do it. We're, we're gonna we're gonna tag the end of the show, folks, with a couple. We're we're gonna experiment over the next few episodes. We're gonna see what's interesting. Yeah. Um, this is for you. Yeah. And us. Well, mostly us. Yeah. Um, we're our two listeners. We have a <laughs> shocking amount of like listeners. Oh no! And, and like, don't tell I, me that. Like, don't tell me that. A hundred downloads of our first small talk in the steel cage really have been done i know i've never listened to it i listened to it once once yeah so i don't know Jeez. right who's downloading this i don't know but good for you i love it and i'm sure maybe you're turned off in the first you know three minutes but i appreciate it if is you it because listening. you think steel cage is like so like with wrestling that like people would just kind of uh, go for it i don't know maybe it's the name is good do you guys like the name uh hit us up uh we don't have a twitter yet yeah, we do. 1053 Ridge. Boom. Hit it up. Or go to happywrestlingland.com. Um, Steel Cage is Jason. Steel Cage is. Dumb Dumb Daniels. Steel Cage. <laughs> Steel Cage match of the week. Yeah. Tell me, just 
What's the first steel cage? Let's not even try to talk oh about God. a good one. Oh, no. What's the first steel cage match that you think of right now? Xbox versus Chris Jericho, No oh, Mercy, nineteen ninety nine. I don't even like the match. You asked me for the first thing that popped into my head, and Xbox did for some reason. Of course, I was like, what the as hell? he is to do. When it's you always Xbox, isn't it? Matches. Oh my God! I remember it being pretty. Let me good. think about something. Yeah, it was, it was decent. <laughs> I, th- I, I don't... Uh. I have not but watched t- that show uh, uh, since uh, I was 12 years old. Triple H and Ric Flair, one of the Taboo Tuesdays. Um, it was really good. It was a bloody affair. Blood. Yeah, that, lots that's, of blood. I mean, blood will help. Yes. That's kind of just what I remember about that. Yeah. Blood. That's pretty much all you need. That I mean, you talk about the cage match <laughs> as a concept. That? You need some blood, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why we just watched Kofi and Dolph stink it up for 25 minutes. I could tell you, uh, the Kofi-Dolph finish was amazing. Yeah. My favorite finish, uh, uh, well, one of my favorite finishes ever. Finishes are usually pretty cool. One of my favorite finishes ever was JBL getting slammed through the ring and then cl- crawling out under the ring to win the cage match with Big Show. That's fun. Terrible match, but yeah. that ending was really fun. You're right, finishes in cage matches are what the matches are really all about. Yeah, like, but no, it should be about the violence and the... But it's never great. It's never really good. Not for a while. Because, old because, school. Because, old right, school because the cage match became a um, just can, another gimmick It match. became we can do it on Raw. Yeah. Instead of we're doing it just well, to settle it, a it blood just, feud. It became this the, the, the usual, as TLC did. Yeah. No, and Hell in a Cell, Like, TLC 1 was not just a stunt show. It was a dangerous, yes. like, event. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was a an, it was Evil Knievel versus, um, I'm thinking that super human guy on Twitter who does stunts, but I don't know. I, I, that's a discredit to him. I think he does great stunts. <laughs> I'll show you him after this. Okay, I'd like to see his stunts. <laughs> we're gonna have a we're gonna have a great follow up on the next show. Ugh. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it it's it it was a dangerous event. Now it most of these gimmick matches they happen so often they're just like all right, let's do let's do what we can do in the like you know and have a wrestling match. Yeah, in a cage and try our best. Yeah, um, yeah. So Ric Flair was Triple H though. Why I don't know. Why it was good? <laughs> I, no, no, no. I don't know. It's literally the first two matches. I'm not questioning why you brought Batista that up. Batista and Randy Orton no, at one of the no. one-night stands. I, I, I no, I, I don't know. I talk about Ric Flair versus Triple H. <laughs> I don't not want to talk about it. it. I'm just saying Ric Flair and Triple H, going back to what we're talking about, had the violence. If yeah. anything, it had Ric Flair willing to cut the blade job of all blade jobs, which uh, at that point, you're going to you're gonna build some drama. They worked a pretty like traditional... like. A Ric Flair match. Yeah. Um, I would more say, him selling than anything. But. I would say it's Ric Flair's... Excuse me. I would say it's Ric Flair's uh, second to last great match after Shawn Michaels and him. Yeah, sure. I mean, that was one of the... Well, he had the match with Triple H on Raw. That was mm-hmm. really phenomenal, too. Um, man, Rick was just kind of delivering here and there at the end, wasn't he? So it's almost like he was a good wrestler. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he had a good match with, like, Carlito. Like, Listen, I'll just be real. Regular steel cage <laughs> matches, eh. I love talking inside of one. I- I've, I've never felt so, you know, scared and free at the same time. But as far as the matches go, never. I love Hell in a Cell. I mean. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. When I think you, it's just when, tired. When you it's bra- just tired. When you branch out of the cage match. What's your, what's, what's your favorite cage it's, match? And it's just tough to of. hear guys in feuds be like, a steel cage, I'm going to kill you. Like, guys, there's a Hell in a Cell. You could have chose that. Like, the, steel, the, steel cage, the steel cage, though, is a great, um, it is one of the great wrestling tropes. It is what, like, anybody who doesn't know of wrestling brings up when they talk about wrestling. Yes, steel oh, cages and steel chairs. I wonder chairs. how it got there. 
I don't know. Because it's a spectacle. It's interesting. There's yeah. this cage around a ring. What is this? If I'm not a fan, Jimmy, I'm like, this Jimmy is Snuka weird. Jimmy did the Superfly off it, so that was kind of iconic. They also have the benefit of... Iconic! They... <laughs> We just did the pose. Sorry. They also have the benefit of being a good way to get a guy win over a guy he normally shouldn't get a win over. Escaping the cage sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Not that they use it that way enough, but they could. (laughs) I guess what we're trying to say is there's not a ton to say about Triple H's Ric Flair, but it had a lot of blood and it was fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, What's your favorite cage match? I'd have to think about it. I, I, I can't say that anything immediately jumps to mind. I mean, I, I'm going to be a, a douchebag. Do it. I mean, Tully Blanchard versus Magnum TA is like, is is what a cage match, I think, I, I, I don't know if you can replicate it. You can replicate it oh, now. Yeah. But. In AEW. <laughs> well, well, probably. Hey, I'm going to throw something out here. Here we go. Uh, not, not to com- completely compare them, but Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai from just a few weeks ago. Agreed. Just keep it, like, it doesn't, it's really fun seeing, like, managers get thrown against the cage. Yeah. And it's fun. But, like, keep it to, like, you're in the cage to confine you. Yeah. So, when you're just grappling and fighting and, I mean, in, in their case, uh, Tully Magnum's case, just bleeding. Yeah. Just literally, like, there were moments in, and it has to be a special feud, but in that match where Magnum TA just has Tully Blanchard on the ground, like, this is so wrestling. Yes. And he's pulling his hair and he's just forcing him to the mat by pulling his hair, and he's just screaming at him. That's amazing. And Tully Blanchard is just blood all over the fucking place. Some of the greats. And then it ends with the classic, he broke a wooden chair and stuck it in his eye. Oh my god. Until he said, I quit. Amazing. And then for the next like year, Tully Blanchard's whole thing was, I didn't quit! That's I amazing. didn't quit! That's incredible. That's, that's cage wrestling, right? And then, you know, then WWE does their thing, or WWF does their thing. You know, Hulk Hogan and Boss Man is, is and uh, I haven't seen it in years, but, you know, it has a big superplex on the big Boss Man off the cage. I've got... WWE cage match is about the moment. It's not about the violence. I've got two things that would yes. immediately fix steel cage matches for me. Number one, get rid of the door. Just like, I'm just saying, let <laughs> just, it let it hang lock, halfway. Just lock the door. Let it hang halfway so that guys can, can, can get in. Uh, yeah, I guess you could lock the door. I just think getting rid of the door is better. Number two, I would say use the rule that they introduced at War Games, where if you leave the cage, you lose. Not if you leave the cage, you win. Because that, to me, it's always been the biggest like logical error that you've got somebody down, you've beaten them, you've hit them with your finish, you're still fine, you're alive, and you're not climbing over the cage, or in some cases trying to go through the door. That's always driven me crazy, and I can't, I can't stand that. I mean, you get too many instances where you get heels do that, and then they just go to climb up over the cage, and it's just, you know, the babyface has to chase him, all that. But if you change it to that sort of rule, where going over makes you lose, I mean, that gives a lot of people a little bit more credibility even, too, because if the heel is deciding not to go just lose, he looks actually a little bit stronger. And I, I just, I, I think what I'm getting at is I don't like the trope of escaping the cage gets you it, a win. It became a trope because there's a fine line between the cage match as a feud blow off yeah. and the cage match as, hey, this is going to be fun. Or a way to, <laughs> or it went to a way to advance a feud instead of blowing it yeah, off. Yeah, which you know? happens too much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, when, when they're farm, I mean, I remember the, you know, iconic cage match. Iconic! cage matches where they like um you know like i i just 
like this is gonna sound crazy but like mankind versus triple h SummerSlam 97 if anything uh, i i honestly couldn't tell you if the match is a quality but it was it was the opener i went like 10 minutes and it it uh, i think i believe triple h beat mankind with china's help but it like established triple h as like okay this guy's got some credibility what ha- what happened later in 97 he joined dx yeah like when you and it, it he was stuck in the cage with crazy mankind like that simple st- stuff like yeah. that um but yeah when it's just like you know i love when you drag a guy's face against a cage but i i love just like when the cage you know actually serves as a way to kind of get to the finish instead of just being there right there. Oh, I did just think of one that I actually really liked, and this isn't as common, a tag team cage match, uh, the Hardys and Edge and Christian. Uh, I believe it was Unforgiven, 2000. Really those, great stuff. Of course, because, those cases Because you. they used the rule of if one guy gets over, like you have, both the guys have to get over, so uh, over the cage and out to win. So Matt gets out, and Jeff is stuck there with Edge and Christian. And it's just the coolest thing to see, like, Matt, like, running out, like, come on, Jeff, come on. Watching his brother just get beat down by Mm -hmm. two dudes, who I think had chairs for, like, a concerto. But Jeff gets out of it, climbs up, and, of course, he's Jeff Hardy, so he just, like, falls down from the top of the cage. But that sort of thing, like, when you're telling the story that involves the cage, and obviously you need good wrestlers, you get something good. It's just not enough good. Not enough good. Sometimes it's a prop. Yeah. Um, and I it's, hate it. It's a bloated prop. But no props. Sometimes it it does work. It does um, occasionally. Occasionally, because I yeah. Occasionally. I, 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 nice. <laughs> I can't think of like a. What's a recent? And I, I I swear we're gonna miss something because this is of un- course this is this is unprompted, but of course what is like within the last at least like maybe two or three years? Oh my god! What is a great? Not even great, just like memorable, even like cage match, and and uh, let's not count Hell in a Cell. Though I'm trying to even think of uh, actually, and we can even you know this is not a oh, conversation, but War Games, the best two War Games in NXT, while fun in the moment, not memorable in any sense of the word. Not memorable, but as far as matches go, may be two of the top three War yeah, Games matches yeah. ever. But like, that's also because WWE put their spin on it. Well, it's it, and it's a, and it's you know NXT usually has more like confined stories but like EO and well, uh, Shayna was good and taking the roof off of war games was the best thing they ever did sorry um what but yeah like uh, can you remember one I I <laughs> if we're not including hell in a cell I really can't I mean it's been a while since there was one that like kind of stuck with me um Trying to think now of like NXT because that might be the place to go for something like this. Like Balor and Joe, that wasn't very good. Um, they don't do yeah. a lot of tags inside cages. Yeah, I, I, I really can't. I know. I ba- really ba- can't. And Balor and Joe to me actively stunk. Yeah, it's on. It's on the worst takeover. Takeover the end. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, that was like the end of good takeovers. <laughs> but no, it wasn't. Uh, always, always good to have a show that is ominously named the end. Yeah, and end it with just like a. <laughs> A mediocre cage match, <laughs> and it wasn't the end of anything. <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about, guys? Re- really appreciate it. Very guys. strange. Really we're, appreciate we're, we're ragging on an NXT show from two years ago. <laughs> Fucking wrestling fans, man. Fucking, re- we just don't uh, forget. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's about the moments, but yeah. we get that that we can't remember a moment. Yeah. Is uh, well, part of that is there's fucking eight hours of TV to watch every week. It's it's right. too much. Right, right. But I want more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I yeah, I honestly something in the last few years, but that speaks to it. I remember a lot of classic cage matches from the start. I mean, going from like, I mean, freaking like 
sorry. Sorry. Uh, I apologize. Don't for apologize. Being a dork. Don't apologize. Uh, you know, Bruno Sammartino versus George the Animal Steel. Sounds which amazing. Is just straightforward, like just chaos. What uh, was what was the one cage match you told me to watch uh, where like the Freebirds interfered? Uh, it was well. There's Ric Flair versus Kerry Von Erich, which is the famous. It was that one. Okay, it was that so that's that the match. Famous Amazing heel turn, right? Because it was amazing. It was all over the place, but it, you knew you could feel the violence. It, it almost feel. seemed like a modern <laughs> sort of story type cage match. Yeah, but it was that. Yeah, that was that's, so that's one that of might those be the best cage matches I've ever seen. Snooka flying off the cage. Yeah. Um, the Rock and Roll Express versus the Anderson Brothers at Starcade. I mean, or versus, I'm sorry, versus the I think versus the Russians. But they're but they're yeah. Whatever. But that's the thing too is that with a cage match, when you have a prop like that. All of the tropes have been exhausted. Yeah. It's all exhausted. Yeah, and, and, and you need you know something what? else. It's funny because we talk about a cage match as any other match. You know, has become a point of any other match. But at the same time, some of the best cages in the world was Jim Crockett Promotions in the mid '80s. Yeah, they treated the cage match pretty straight as a match. Like, they didn't make it, like, all about, like, oh, you, you know, like... what am I going to do with the cage? Like, and... I, I'm just, like, I just watched a couple of Great American Bashes that they put up on the network, and, like, these just ended with pinfalls. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a six-man, there was a six-man tag match, the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette against Baby Doll and the Road Warriors, and, and Baby Doll and Dusty Rhodes and Magnum TA, there's two matches. And they just, they just ended, they both ended with Baby Doll knocking Jim Cornette's ass out and pinning him. That's great. I mean, crowd popped. You know, it would be kind of a novel concept. Uh, uh, this is generally the impetus for a cage match, but it never sticks to it of keeping guys out. Oh, it's just kind of like, okay, we're having a cage. We're not even like necessarily excited about what I can do to you in the cage. It's just going to keep everybody out. You know, right. so let's have our wrestling match. Right. You know, like, which has been exposed. But they build it around the cage every time. Their little video package with ominous music, the steel cage, well, and which has been exposed by. You can climb over the top, like, you you, you push yeah. the trope of climbing over the top to escape so much. I hate it. A guy can climb over the top and get in the cage. I hate it. Well, <laughs> a reverse cage match. <laughs> okay, Let's on that it. note. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to tell you what, folks. You can count on these being a little shorter as we move on. Um, our, 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 our goal is for this to be small talk in the steel cage. Um... But hey, once you talk, start talking, and once you're in this environment, in the steel cage. There's nothing better than talking about wrestling. I don't know, it's just the most unique thing in the entire world. Not to get, like, super philosophical right at the end here. But there's no form of entertainment like it. I could talk about it for hours, but I'm sure people don't want to hear that. But, you know. But maybe they do. Maybe and that's they the do. mission statement. Maybe they do. Be sure to check us out at happywrestlingland.com. Follow us on Twitter at 1053ridge. Um... A lot of stuff coming up because, as we have been going over in the podcast, shit's crazy. Yep. New Japan G1 reviews. Um, top, as always, top WWE matches of the month every single month. AEW. We're tracking it. The archive AEW coverage has begun. Um, we, we tried. To, we try less to say this was good and this is bad, and we try to just discuss the experience. Yeah, and honestly, I think wrestling is so much more fun when we just kind of approach it from let's be optimistic about this. Yeah. You know, let's look for the good, but we can still recognize when it's bad. I'd be more optimistic if this particular cage we're in did um, didn't have a roof, because I actually have no idea how we're gonna get out of here. Yeah, I don't. I hurt my ankle earlier today, so this is gonna be a challenge. Um, I didn't realize that when I said no doors, they would kind of apply that to this. Right. So now I'm kind of rethinking 
that. There's Lesson like claustrophobia. Learned. Be careful what you wish for, smart. Yeah. And I wish somebody would turn on the goddamn lights because <laughs> this is going to be very difficult. So. When's John Cena going to turn heel? Uh, WrestleMania. Okay. Against Brock. Cool. He's going to win the title and align himself with Paul Heyman. Man. Oh my God. That sounds horrible. Eric Bischoff. I'm back. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really do appreciate it. And um, we'll see you next time. Have a great day.